the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I appreciate it. Uh, your insights are always welcome, Rob, at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. I do some live events around the Bay Area, or maybe eight times a year. Probably going to be less going forward, um, just as I get a little bit older, if you hear me. I want to do a little bit less. So anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Again, don't be shy. So kicking off the day. Uh, one of the things I always like to do is try and get kind of a pulse of what's moving the markets or why. We kind of move into a little bit more of uh, investment concepts, insurance, real estate. Um, anyhow, you get the idea of where we're going to eventually go with this. So U.S. jobless claims unexpectedly rose. That's got to be a, a bit of a flag, right? First-time unemployment claims. We do this every Thursday. And any number under 400000 350000 is considered pretty damn good. But when you see a bump, you see a bump. Now, does a bump mean that things are bad? No. Number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits unexpectedly rose last week to the highest level in more than a year. That's raising concerns about the health of the labor market in the wake of a slowdown. What's the number? What's the number? What's the number? 294,000. So that's still a pretty damn good number. So if you were to tell me I want to run a six-minute mile, and I'd be happy with it. Seven, I'm okay. Eight, I'm just a piece of blubber. Last month, you ran a 530. Woo-hoo! Now you're, month before that, you were running like 540. Woo-hoo! Months before that, you were at like 535. Woo! And now you're at like 550. Yeah, it's still a woo! <clears throat> so the number is 294,000. That's the highest level since late February of 2015. On the, you know that level, is it as 
good as great? No, it's pretty damn good, though. Jobless claims have moved sharply higher in recent weeks. That says that things have softened a bit. Uh, the recent slowdown in the economy uh, becomes a little bit more realized. Claims have remained below 300,000, which is considered a healthy job market condition for 62 consecutive weeks. I can't, I, I can't knock that. I, I, I can't knock it. So some people are going to see the headline of, you know, one year high. Um, and, and maybe they'll say, you know, there's a problem there. I, I don't really see a problem there. So I'm just being honest. Work with me on that. So elsewhere in the world of business news, the Dow Jones Industrial Average followed up its biggest gain in two months on Tuesday with its biz- biggest loss in three months on Wednesday. Boo. It's like, yay. Boo. Today, the market is a happy place again. So uh, the market can be kind of moody. I hope you know that. Uh, but where we go by the end of the day, who knows? And who really cares? A lot of pundits out there today are saying, oil prices, look, 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 look. Um, I saw oil prices today hit $47 a barrel. I think they're up about half of that now, around 46 There was an IEA report that highlighted better than expected global demand in the first quarter. So, okay. So, okay. Now, yesterday, the oil could have fallen the day before, like, you don't look at the stuff on a day-by-day basis. Otherwise, you will go loco in the coco. Um, but generally speaking right now, weak oil means weak world economies. Strong oil means not as weak world economies. Kohl's certainly didn't do anything with its first quarter to dispel the notion that a lot of retailers are in a world of operating hurt right now for reasons that may be both cyclical as well as secular. It missed sales and earnings estimates for the first quarter, and its stock indicated lower today, um, basically after the market yesterday, and it's playing out that today as well. Um, Seven-year low on Kohl's. And Kohl's is one of those discounters that is should be working in the world of retail. Let's see what else do we have out there. U.S. dollar index is higher. Yeah, I'm not going to bore you with that. European markets have fared pretty well today. Not a lot of news to fully account for the positive bias. Uh, there's some, you know, Bank of England announced it's going to be buying its policy. It's going to be holding its policy rate and asset purchase plan unchanged at half of one percent. Bank of England Governor Connie, Governor, he provided the requisite central bank line of saying there is room to lower rates further if necessary. We're on the road to nowhere. Ha! That's the world banking decision business model of we can lower rates again. A lot of job owning, not a lot of policy. Brazil is in the news after its Senate voted to move ahead with the impeachment trial of President Dilma Rousseff. Um, that's worth a mention. Brazil's a mess. Brazil should be one of the coolest countries in the world, and it's just a mess of, of pus, blood, feces, bad education, government corruption. 
And did I mention Zika virus? Zika. What's worth even more of a mention is the latest initial claims report. So we've hit that pretty hard. So internationally, not a lot going on other than the impeachment of their president. Um, Not enough in Europe. Nothing really strong out of China today. So it's the continuing claims. The United States seems to be the story. There's also some export-import price data for April. And I don't want to bore you with it. Um, So I'm going to say it, but I don't want you to, to remember it, okay? Just let it go through your head. Think of it as like a Megan Trainor song. Prices drove a second consecutive three-tenths of 1% increase in import prices. They're still down 5.7% over the past year, yet this is the smallest year-over-year drop since December 2014. Uh, see what I mean? Export prices increased one half a percent after being unchanged in March, but are still down 5% year-over-year. Excluding agriculture, export prices increased one half a percent on the heels of the three-tenths percent increase in March. Still down 4.6% year over year. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I wish I could do it, but I can't do it. Can I do it? No, I can't do it. Um, I threw that out there because there's some data that... If you're going to play the world that I play in, you have to pay attention to it. But if you're going to be like a housewife or a programmer or a soccer coach, you don't need that. Chipotle added $100 million to its previously announced $1.9 billion stock buyback. J.P. Morgan resumed coverage of GE with an underweight rating, saying the company's uh, transformation and its technology potential are more than reflected in its current stock price. Jack in the Box. Man, do you like the Jack in the Box commercials or do you hate the Jack in the Box commercials? The reported earnings of $0.85 a share beating expectations, revenue slightly above the street expectations. JetBlue reported a load factor of 84.1%, down 1.6 percentage points from a year earlier. Passenger traffic did jump by 8.5%. I'm Rob Black. Find me at Rob Black Show. YouTube Rob Black Show. Twitter Rob Black Show. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Oh, I so wish I could sing. It's not a superpower, but I I wish I had that ability, right? When I try, people cringe. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The vast majority of electronics don't become collectibles, but they actually end up in what I would refer to as the e-waste pile. Apple is so, how shall we say it, cult-like. Some people are turning to eBay to buy the original iPods. So the third generation iPod running at $995 on eBay. A fifth-generation iPod, 80 gigabyte. Retail price was $350. Will cost you $1,400 on eBay now. 
the red iPod, limited edition, U2 edition, $7,000. The very, very first iPod, which was basically a brick that played music, only going to cost you $9,999. If you happen to buy a set of three of the first-generation iPods, you can now sell them for $50,000. Dollars. Dollars. It's pretty ridiculous, in my opinion, but we will go with it, right? So... Retail sales have been pretty weak, according to the earnings that we've seen from Macy's and Disney and Kohl's. So the low oil is not equal; it is equaling cheaper gas, but the cheaper gas isn't equaling spending more. The auto industry still has a boom on their hands until 2018, telling me the stock market's ultimately fairly safe. The employment numbers and then the auto numbers and the housing numbers. You know, all of them are starting to become weaker, but not weak. Google's banning the payday lender ads, which I, I applaud them. Someone at Google is smart enough to know we want the Internet to be a fun experience and not a crap experience. Um, so Google's doing the right thing. So, did you see the video of the Hyperloop 1 experiment in the desert yesterday? The test consisted of sending the company's linear motor down an open-air test track on a sled at more than 100 miles per hour. It's pretty cool to, to watch. Um, it was done at Mountain View Industrial Park in North Las Vegas. It's about a 35-minute drive from Vegas. And there's video of it online. So... Um, just these giant tubes and they're sending, you know, their motor through it. At some point in time, we're going to be sending people through it. So it was a standing room only kind of invitation to see the event. The CEO of Hyperloop Technology, Hyperloop Ones, he's got a, one of the greatest names ever. And I don't know how he got it, but it's fantastic. It's Brogan Bam Brogan. Brogan Bam Brogan. Um, I hope that's a birth name. So, so media weren't allowed to live stream the event, but, you know, you could catch footage of it on cameras with iPhones and such. And, uh, again, pretty cool little technology. So, and that should be available sooner than later, 2020-ish. Self-driving cars, 2020-ish. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. One of the things that's out there is you saw the antitrust case kind of get shut down uh, with Office Depot and Staples. And I just don't get it. In this day and age with Amazon, I don't get government officials getting all twisted in knots over, you know, pens and printer ink cartridges and who's selling them and who doesn't. The products are widely available online. Amazon accounts for half of all online shopping and has reshaped the retail industry. But big companies, the FTC argues, like to shop in bulk and often don't buy their ink from the same places as people shopping for themselves. 
for bulk purchases of post-it notes and pens, Office Depot and Staples are the primary options. I, I, again, I'm not an antitrust expert. But it comes back to me again and again. This is why I want to own Amazon. So the impact of online is not uniform. Just because it's an effective competitive alternative for individual consumers doesn't mean it's necessarily an effective competitive alternative for other types of customers. I don't believe that. So I don't know a business in the world that on some level doesn't shop online. So, um, you know, Amazon put Barnes & Noble out of business, essentially. Amazon, I'm not going to say they put Sears out of business. I think the mall is doing that more so than uh, Amazon. But companies like Best Buy have had to downsize their retail space because of Amazon. Uh, Amazon said its business-to-business website called Amazon Business, cleverly enough, generated about a billion dollars in sales in its first year. So down the road, I think an Office Depot or Staples, which when I go into them, I typically need one thing. Let's say like a, say like thumbtacks. And I go in and I go, hello, 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 hello. It's just like one of those 2001 Space Oddity. It's just this crazy amount of of space and and shelves. And um, you buy your thumbtacks and you go to the front line and do the register. And the person with a piercing, you know, rings you up. One. And uh, out comes $2.50, $4, whatever. And you move on your merry way. To me, it just feels like there's no one there. How do these guys get to stay in business? Um, Whole Foods has scaled down its 365 store. They've got robots, but no tattoo parlor. The much-anticipated new grocery concept from Whole Foods is banking on the robotic kiosk and a host of other bells and whistles to reverse the company's waning fortunes. It's going to open up in about two weeks. Um, The concept is 365 is the name of it. Shelves, racks, and refrigerated cases are very primary color-based. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. One. Instead of a human sommelier, there's a bank with a wine app developed especially for 365 stores, so there's going to be a lot of apps. Um, It's said to be designed for, like, uh, foodies. But a lot of my mainstream grocers like Costco and Kroger, you know, they've studied the playbook and they've started to offer, you know, the organics and the natural products um, at lower prices than Whole Foods. So Whole Foods is caught in a bad situation at this point in time. Their organics business is under attack and now they're going into a smaller store. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Typical 365 store will have 7,000 items compared to about 50,000 items at a traditional Whole Foods store. Meat is sold in packages, so no specialty cuts. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. 
Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, invested in more. John Market looks pretty good. Um, and I say that from the first time unemployment claims. The number of Americans filing for our first time unemployment unexpectedly rose last week, which is caution, caution kind of thing. Um, but it's below the 300,000 level, so which is a threshold associated with you know a healthy job market. It's been under 300,000 for 62 consecutive weeks. That's long stretch since 1973. So our economy is okay. On the one hand, on the other hand. Corporate earnings tied to retail have been lousy. Whether it's Disney or Macy's or Kohl's, recent numbers have been not good. Now, on the other hand, oil rallies to $47 a barrel on ongoing questions about consumers. Um, that's a good thing. Oil rallying shows that there's some stronger consumers than expected. Um, auto industry sales, boom, 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 boom. Let's go back to my room. Boom, boom, boom. Auto industry sales, boom. And it's expected to last into 2018. Uh, whether you're General Motors, Ford, or Honda, beep, beep. They're all well-positioned to take advantage of the record sales. And they all have robust product plans that should lead to market share gains over the next four years. Of course, that can't all happen. Too rosy of a forecast, but um, it's kind of, there's some car wars going on right now. Car wars. Nothing but car wars. Nothing but car wars. La 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 la. This report of a strong car industry, auto industry, is closely watched because automakers go to great lengths to keep their future product plans under wraps. Um, but flush with cash from increasing you know, industry sales, uh, automakers are going to launch 58 new cars and trucks on average over the next four years. That's pretty cool. We'll see some cool, some cool new rides. Anyway, let's bring in Tony Mendez with Bay Area Loan Source. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. He's my personal mortgage lender, and he's someone you can use. He'll get the loan done. Let's talk about toughness on loans. It is a concept that I don't think a lot of people think about. Is it tougher for a 30-year-old to get a loan than a 60-year-old in general, just by age? Yes. Okay, and why is that? Uh, usually credit, you know, okay. debt ratios, income, down payment, everything. All things being the same, is it easier for someone to get a mortgage if it's the second or third mortgage they've got in their life versus the first? Well, let's get it straight. It, 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 they're not going to discriminate on age to begin with. It's 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 more of just you know how you've set up your life over a period of time. Right. Gen- generally, the you know the older you know generation X, generation you know baby boomers have more income, just more equity, more, more savings, yeah. and and so and better credit scores and so on. So in general, yes, you're going to see that difference, but the, the, it really comes down to the ratios and the credit score and and your down payment. Let's move on to the second one that I just brought up. Um, and move off of age and move into, if I've had three mortgages in my life, is okay. it the fourth one going to be easier to get than the first one? The only reason I can think of is that you have a better credit score because you okay. have more trade lines. But okay. it could be. It, it, and what it all comes down to is is the higher credit scores means it, it you get a better rate, which means it's more affordable. So, yes, yeah, so it does trickle down into easier financing. 35-year-old wants to 
He's got great credit. He wants to spend $500,000 on a single-family home or $500,000 on a condo. Is the condo going to have a higher rate because it's not quite as attractive to the lenders of potentially taking over in foreclosure as a single-family? Well, there could be several reasons why the rate could be higher or your payments could be higher. First of all, you have an HOA due, okay, and that HOA due calculate into an aggregate interest rate um, as though if it was a single-family residence. Second, it could be a non a non-warrantable condo, meaning it, it's had a litigation on it or there's too many renter-occupied instead of owner-occupied, which means you have to go to alternative portfolio financing, which could end up with a higher rate, and, and you could be in an arm. So you, you're a little bit riskier product. That's one of the reasons condos are, are risky and why if I was a condo HOA, I would focus on keeping my, my tenants in line, saying this is what I need in order for us to continue being able to sell and, and refinance, keep, keep our numbers in line as far as all, all the 30 points that are on this HOA questionnaire that could cause it to be non-warrantable. Um, so, yeah, there's a big difference in financing, uh, if you're a 35-year-old, financing a condo than it is single-family. It can be cheaper. But, of course, you're going to spend more money on the single-family residence to begin with. Okay. Is Would you get a rate lower if, like, you had 30% down versus 20% down? In general, you are going to get a lower rate with more money down, yes. it's called, right. They're called risk-layered factors or adjustments. Huh. So the more equity you have, the better pricing you're going to get, which can translate into a lower rate, yes. And a lot of times if you have, for example, people, investors with bad credit, there's a lot of investors that buy properties on a yearly basis, and they, they have bad credit. It's because they have a lot of equity or down payment, which kind of compensates for that lower credit score. That's interesting. As a mortgage lender, using these factors that we've talked about, sometimes age, sometimes how many mortgages you've had, some debt that you're carrying, can people work with you or can you work with people and show them, look, if you put another 5000 down or $10,000 down, 5% or another 10% down, you'll get a much better rate. Absolutely. So you have something that tells you um, Rob qualifies for 4.5, but if he throws down another 10%, it'll be 4.2? It really should be the most rudimentary skill of a loan officer to be able to know those kinds of 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 differences between down payment and percentages. And it's all about, the, like again, those risk-layered adjustments. And, and it's the way a lender or an investor is going to price your loan out. It's, you know, you're a, you're a different person than everybody else. And they're going to be different than, their, you know, their neighbor. And, you know, theoretically, one guy could have a $3,000 mortgage on the same house and another guy could have a $2,800 mortgage. And it all comes down to how much money he put down, how much credit, credit score and what interest rate he ends up with. And it's based on your character. A friend of mine predicted five years ago that mortgages will be bought and sold on Wall Street at some point in time. Not really happening, but do you see a, a day and age where people can go to Sears and get a mortgage or people can go to Amazon? Yes, I do. Okay, so you think it's become more... You can go to Costco and get a mortgage. Costco. Has loans? Yep. I didn't know that. They do everything. Yep, they do everything. The thing they got into recently is money wiring, and they're doing it cheap. And they're basically killing Western Union, killing them. And I like that. With that said, you can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Another reason to worry about stocks these days, which is a little bit uncommon, is the shares of employment recruited in placement stocks have been weak. And Wall Street's considered a discounting mechanism. It looks six months in the future, in theory. Uh, if that's true, you know, what's this mean to you and me? Markets seem to know when things are not quite right, in theory. Uh, when shares of, you know, giant LinkedIn, which sits at the crossroad of employment and social media, 
They get crushed after reporting lower than expected outlook. You have to take note. Temporary staffing firm manpower beat analyst expectations, but saw revenues slip. Stock uh, offered some downside shareholders. Robert Half International announced its own first quarter results. Um, they fell 12% after basically getting thrashed with bad outlook. Corn Ferry, which is an executive recruiter, broke down in December. Um, so these companies that are tied towards, and I guess Kelly Services would be another one. These companies are tied towards the job market, and if they're not doing well, again, Wall Street kind of tries to look six months down the road, and that's one of the reasons you look at transports. Transports, planes, trains, and automobiles, if their stocks are an all-time high or moving up, that's telling you that the outlook is for more, you know, commerce in the future. So employment stocks are kind of telling us right now that it's getting a little bit weaker out there. With that said, the economic data that we got today also told us it's getting a little bit weaker out there. So I don't think it's talking out of school, so to speak. Yahoo Mail has been banned from Congress because of ransomware attacks. Gosh, you know, knock on wood. I remember back in the 1990s, uh, late 90s, I said, who gets these... Um, who, who gets viruses on their computer? Who are the dumb, who are the people who open the videos or who are the people who open the links that get the viruses? And, uh, the next day at the end of Cornucova virus, which is not good. I know you're saying you did something with the Cornucova. No, I wish I had. Um, I did something on the internet that gave me the Cornucova virus. Where is Cornucova these days, by the way? Um, Google's going to ban payday lender ads, which I think, yay. Um, Google has to look at banning ads, right? Do you know why Google has to look at banning ads? Because if you get online and if you search for me and my face follows you around on every online page you go to, you're like, that's weird. And that's exactly what Google's trying to do. They're trying to stop people from going, that's weird. And one of the most despicable, vile type of business in the world is the payday loan companies that charge 36% or higher so that you can get your own money. Um, and yes, I understand there's a part of the United States that needs payday loans. I get it. I still find the business vile. Now, Google's not going to stop you from seeing mortgages, car loans, student loans, commercial loans, revolving lines of credit, like credit cards. But bad ads can ruin your entire online experience. And I totally agree with Google on this one. One in three American malls are doomed. We should make a movie about, you know, call it the woods or call it the mall. Macy's got slammed for a warm winter. On an apples to apple basis, the United States has more oversupply of retail space than any other time in history and twice as much as the UK. We've got way too much retail space and yeah, malls do need to go down. listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW on the IR.
iHeartRadio app. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I have an event coming up in the not-so-distant future um, tied towards retirement. You can sign up for the event, building a retirement portfolio that lasts in San Jose, May 19th. Look at your calendars. That's next week. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. It's at Four Points by Sheraton San Jose. CFP Chad Burton will be at the event, and he's here on the line right now. Chad, you wanted to warn about the planning styles that are geared to sell life annuities. Um, what's a life annuity, and what should retirees be weary of? Well, a life annuity is basically when you take a lump sum of money, and a lot of times it's people with a portion of their 401k, and you essentially hand it to a life insurance company, and they say they'll pay you X number of dollars for as long as you live, no matter how long you live. So it sounds pretty good if you've got longevity, and a lot of times it looks like you're earning 6 or 7% because they're going to pay you you know, $6,000 a year on your $100,000, so people assume that that's a return where it's not because you're getting a lot of your principal back. So a life annuity is when you give up access to the lump sum in order to receive a payment that you cannot outlive no matter how long you live. Um, so, you know, at surface level, it kind of sounds good, but basically what you're doing is giving the payout is based on current interest rates and your life expectancy. And current interest rates are historically low. So, I think one way to not build a retirement portfolio that lasts is to lock up money with an insurance company at historically low interest rates for the rest of your life. So, you know, the planning style, Rob, that a lot of kind of agents, commission-based people, and even some of the big brokerage firms that offer retirement planning, some of the, you know, firms that we talk about, they say, okay, here's your discretionary spending and your non-discretionary, non-discretionary spending, things like, you know, keeping the lights on in your house and, and eating. And they'll say, you want to have your non-discretionary uh, expenses covered by things like Social Security pension and annuities you can't outlive. And so they end up putting a lot of money into one of these lifetime annuities, or in some cases, some of these guys try to sell privately traded REITs or privately traded uh, business development companies, things like that. And they make a big commission, and the retirees left with a lump sum of money they can't ever access again at historically low interest rates. So that's not the right planning style in this environment. It might have worked, you know, 10, 12 years ago, but not for the next 10, 12 years. Sadly, there's a guy on the conservative talk radio station here who, this is exactly what he does. He preys on people who are, you know, kind of retiring now and jumps into their, he tries to grab as much of their 401k as he can and rolls it over into an annuity. And isn't the SEC doing something about this, even as of recently, making sure that consumers are a little bit more protected? Well, no, so the SEC, I mean, to talk about uh, part of the government that's drastically underfunded, um, couldn't doesn't really have the capabilities to do anything about it. So the Department of Labor actually did something about it, which is creating a whole new uh, you know, slew of rules when it comes to rolling over money from a 401k. Um, and people are literally going to have to set, sign contracts to sell annuities. They're going to have to get their client to sign a uh, contract that basically says, you're allowing me to put my best interest for you. So this will definitely slow the abuse of annuities. And not all annuities are bad. 
Um, 99% of them are bad. There are a couple of no-load variable annuities that offer 100% access to income with lifetime guaranteed income. But those are only good until rates return to normal, as we've talked about, and that's 4% on a 10-year treasury. After that, most annuities are going to be bad again unless tax rules change. So, you know, financial planning, you've got to be flexible. You've got to do it based on what type of environment you're in. If you're in a low-rate environment, you, you probably typically stocks be a little bit more heavy in stocks. But if you're in a higher-rate environment and you're retired, you want to ladder a bond portfolio out where you have bonds that mature in 5, 10, 15, 20-year increments, and that's where maybe half your portfolio goes. We're probably five or six years away from that approach. So things change, and you have to be flexible. What's We're down to about the last two minutes. Immediate immediate annuities, are they ever worth it? Um, the only time they're really ever worth it is um, there are maybe a, a situation where you're trying to p- apply for Medicaid or in California it's Medi-Cal and your spouse it, a spousal situation where one spouse is going into a nursing home. They can't afford it. They're trying to protect a small portion of assets. It's called spousal impoverishment laws. You work with an elder law attorney, and sometimes you have to buy a, say, five-year or more immediate annuity with the assets that you're trying to protect. And it's it's legal. It's not for to protect your heirs. It's to protect the spouse living at home. So really just in a drastic healthcare situation to protect the spouse from running out of money. Anything else that we need to know about these annuities and these products? Um, again, you know, like I said, 99% of them are bad. If you get a no-load one with your advisor that you're working with that is doing fees um, and, and realizing that their job is to always tell you whether or not it's a good time to stay in that no-load annuity. Sounds good. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can hear him Monday and Tuesdays here on KDOW. Uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, he does a show dedicated to financial planning. I think it's the best show on the station, maybe next to mine. Um, But you can listen to it Mondays and Tuesdays. You can also go to iTunes and get a copy of it. You can get a copy of it from his website, newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. You can also meet him at the Building a Retirement Portfolio, that last event in San Jose. It's this Thursday, May 19th, 630 to 9. Uh, you don't want to run out of money in retirement. That's the gist of this whole thing, a portfolio that lasts. Uh, we're going to talk about risk with diversification, bond alternatives, retirement products, things along the lines of what we just talked about, annuities 99% of the time not right, but when is it right? Asset classes rebalance in a portfolio, ETFs non uh, ETFs with dividend-paying stocks. Uh, there's so much to hit. You can find out more about the event at Rob Black's show or newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.